Welcome to At The Movies podcast with Rich Dothridge. I get all that squared away and correct. Uh, Rich is the owner of the Warehouse Cinemas in Frederick, Maryland. And we are joined by our other co-host, Melissa Boudreau, who we all know and love. The goal of our podcast really is there's so much talk about the movies, um, but we're all from exhibition. And so we really want to talk about why exhibition is so important to us, why movie theaters are important, and really start to share that exhibitor story, not just the movie story. So tell us a little bit about how you got into becoming an exhibitor, and, and then we'll get into a few other of your roles with the ICA and things like that. Sure. Yeah, we um, we actually started in the marketing space in 2005. We started a company called High Rock. Um, so about five years into the business, uh, our local 10 screen cinema was just um, it was just a tired location. It was being operated like poorly, and uh, we saw a vision for it. And so we approached the owners. The lease was up from the previous operator, and we uh, jumped into the space of cinema. Um, so as marketers, so uh, yeah, so we, we ran that for 10 years before we sold it. And then um, we also did a little one screen uh, outside um, of the region, just in the southern part of Pennsylvania. And then more recently, we have, uh, are getting ready to launch Warehouse Cinemas, which is our first under that brand, which is a 10 screen in Frederick, Maryland. So what was the, uh, what was the original theater that you guys uh, took over? Leitersburg Cinemas is what it was called. It's, uh, it's about six miles outside of town. It's in the middle of a cornfield. Uh, our neighbors are soybean uh, and corn. And um, Great neighbors. Yeah. And it was a former drive, a drive-in back in the day, uh, early 50s. And then uh, it was a twin up until the early 90s, and it became a 10th grade. So, and that's based in Hagerstown, Maryland, which is in the western part of Maryland. Gotcha. So give us the warehouse cinemas is a dine-in concept and tell us a little bit about your vision and what's so unique about warehouse. What makes that uniquely yours and, and different from just running down to the big box? Yeah. So as a marketing agency, you know, we think a lot about branding and about um, what, what the product looks like, but also just the experiences that we offer day in and day out and what that, what that brand feels like. So from a dine-in perspective, we, we, we knew we wanted to have some version of food and beverage. Um, however, we were trying to find the right balance between doing um, the in-theater ordering and delivery um, versus having you order from the concession stand. So we've, we've settled on what we think is a sweet spot, which is um, basically you order all your food at the concession stand, you pick it up as a fast casual model, we have um, a silent no uh, notification system that, that you take with you if your food's not ready or you can wait for it there. And so um, you basically take your food. It's 100% recliners, 100% tray tables uh, fixed. Um, so it's our vision is to be, we love the Alamo Draft House. We love their brand. We love all the stuff that they're doing and some of the others. Obviously, they're out there doing that. But we just, we like the low labor model associated with um, fast casual and uh, we've also owned a restaurant in the past and we know the pain of restaurants generally <laughs> so we're trying to avoid that and have the movie really be the um, the showcase 
to be honest, because we had no frame of reference starting our cinema, um, we actually model ourselves after breweries and wineries. And, and, and then there's movies that they watch at the same time. So like all of our decor at warehouse cinemas, um, all of our entrances to every auditorium is a sea container, right? So like there's sea container doors that we fabricated on the front that you don't necessarily open the, the door itself, but it's this, uh, it's an experience. Uh, the lobby's the same way. The, the bar is built out of a 20 foot sea container as well. Um, we have uh, uh, 30, 36 taps, I'm sorry, 28 taps um, of beer. They're all self-serve. Um, so I guess the model that we're going for is, is it is unique, I guess, in that regard. So I don't know if there's a lot of uh, cinemas that we necessarily modeled it after. We're just trying to create an experience of a great presentation, uh, picture and sound, with a unique flavorful menu and lots of drinks and things like that, in, a, in addition to events that, that we'll create around. The, the self-serve beer thing's kind of catching on. Um, so I've seen a lot of people who've wanted to try it but not quite had the guts to pull it off. So pretty ballsy on your end. Uh, yeah, how does that work? Like you buy a cup and then do you just get to refill it like a freestyle? Yeah, so you basically, when you get ID'd at the bar, they'll give you a card. You put a certain amount of money on the card. Um, and then every tap has a little slot that you put your card into. And it limits your ounces also to 32 ounces on the first go around. And then um, it recognizes who you are, how much money is on your card. And then you can actually uh, taste each beer and you pay per ounce. So you basically move your card down the line for the 28 taps and you, and when you're ready, you obviously pour a full beer. Um, so yeah, so it's a self-serve. Crazy. Of, I think what we're trying to create is experiences. So yeah. at, at Warehouse Cinemas, um, our, our whole you know, brand persona is all around the everyday hero. And we just always want to be that fun, approachable, but yet high quality. Um, so everything we do from the names to the, to the uh, menu, to whatever, it's, it's all about the experiences. And I think if we build those experiences, you know, it, around the movie, I think the industry is going to be fine. I think if we show the movies and we do the turnstile approach, I think we might struggle. You know, from a, a marketing perspective and an exhibition perspective, just hearing you say all of this, what are some of maybe the tips you can give other exhibitors who might be listening because you kind of have that unique experience? to draw more people in or and on top of that i'd love to hear about an event that you guys are really excited about and you did a lot of work on that actually failed yeah let me insert one thing rich is also a board member of the ica and head of the marketing committee which so is he already tells all of his tips to everybody so this is this is but, a perfect question though yeah rich you are the you, you're the expert in this field especially for the Independent Cinema Alliance Association. So yeah, great question. Yeah, I think exhibitors will be listening, but also we have movie fans and I think just marketing fans in general, people always just like, you know, what what have you learned that really makes a difference and what have you seen that's failed that you thought was going to work? Yeah, I'll start with the failures. Uh, we, um, we, we had this, I had this whole idea, I have to take credit because of the <laughs> failure, um, to do like, you know, a popcorn bar. So basically you get mm. all these different seasons and like all these different flavors and stuff, but you went over with your popcorn and we, and, and we mixed it up for you to create all these different flavors. And we had this, we didn't invest that much money in it, but I thought it was, I thought we were going to crush it. it was, 
more experiences. You need, and at the end of the day, it was just a horrible idea that no one wanted anything different than the real butter and popcorn. Um, no, I mean, what, the, what we really want to do at the ICA, I guess it is my role to just, I mean, I, I think exhibitors, especially the independent exhibitors, you want to you want to train them to to especially look at social media differently. I think, um, and it's tough because we've had lots of um, lots of folks on the uh, distribution side come on and talk about you know what they can do to help, but it's hard for them because they're a small staff. You know, in the case of whatever solstice or whatever, right? Like like you want them to help, but they can't help everyone individually. So from the ICA's perspective, one of our pillars is education. So. My, I think if, if, if exhibitors looked at social media as, as a networking event where people came together and had a conversation, they just didn't, and, and, they, and they cultivated relationships, right? They, they, they asked questions at the end of their post or they framed it in a way that made it personable, all the things that we know as marketers, but it's hard, right? It's hard when you don't do that day in and day out. It's like my ultimate goal is to just get independent exhibitors to do that better because I think the way they typically do it is this movie is playing, come see it. This movie is playing, come see it. This movie is playing, come see it. And it's just not a conversation. Yeah. I always describe it as it's like coming, it's like being at a networking event, but just walking around the room and giving your, your business card and then, you know, going to the next person and just, and then you walk out the door. That's not, that's not social, right? So no, it's a two way conversation. I think a lot of people struggle with that. But I think the, from the exhibitor side, I mean, I understand it from the exhibitor side, though, like if you're a one or two, you know, screen house and you have a GM and a couple employees, you just have so many things that you have to do. And it's just really hard, I think, to prioritize it. And Rich, I agree. That's part of the education. It's almost teaching them how to be the most efficient. Like you don't have to sit it on, sit on social all day, but maybe you have these kind of times or someone on your staff that likes doing it or you hire an awesome agency like film frog but something like that that helps them know that they don't ha it's not such a big overwhelming thing i think people feel overwhelmed by it i think if there's one thing just it, 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 when you think about marketing for example it, it is social media i think because i think they they being independent exhibitors a lot of times think that the studios are going to do all the marketing for them they're going to do the traditional stuff whatever but it's the, what they put out on social media is just going to be generic stuff that comes across their page. There is no personalization to it and that's therefore not social. So I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet totally, but if I had a dream, it would be that independent exhibitors market themselves better on social media. Cause I think there's a lot of power um, and, and, and a way that they can promote that exact same movie that might be across town in a big circuit they can actually get that customer because that customer now has a connection to that brand. One of the main things too, I think for exhibitors, if you're listening and building your brand to differentiate yourself from other exhibitors does make a difference because they may look at the show times on Google and see the seven other competitors, but they say, you know what, I'm going to wait the extra 15 minutes because my experience at X is so much better than my experience at Y. And they did such a great job and they're having this fun drink. And so I actually do want to go there. And that's my kind of like go to default cinema. And I'm only going to go there. 
that's the biggest thing about building the brand. We know you can see tenant probably anywhere and the graphics are going to look the same, but if you build that story that differentiates yourself and you're part of the community, like what you said, Rich, with warehouse, like that's such an important factor. And I think that gets lost in translation sometimes as well. And also think that by extension, you, you, you also need to deliver when they show up, right? So when that consumer shows up to the cinema, um, one of the things that we're talking a lot about and, 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 ma and mapping out for our training is while our brand persona is the everyday hero and we have a, a, a specific, um, you know, uh, voice in that regard, what we want our employees to know is what our brand promise is, which is essentially what we call is just save the day. So obviously similar to everyday hero, but save the day is what that, that, that when that person does show up, you've, you've talked to them, you've, you've cultivated that relationship online, they've made the decision to wait 15 minutes, come to your location. What are all the little things that the staff can do to save the day? And it's little things. It's like taking, like carrying the popcorn to the seat for the mom who has three kids in tow, right? Like it's, it's all the, if they keep thinking that way, that's an extension of what you promised online just fulfilled when they actually show up. What's your favorite part about going to the movie theater? I mean, you now you own movie theaters, you know, why? So I think this is very, really philosophical. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be serious again. But That's okay. We'll, we'll take it. We're going to lighten you up somehow. Yeah. Shots. Next time we're going to do some shots. Yeah. Um, no, I think, uh, I think, I think theaters, cinemas are important for, for, for the community. I think just, I mean, we've been taking people through warehouse cinemas in Frederick through these tours and, and we just bring, you know, five or 10 people through and we show them a few trailers and inevitably they just, they just get, get up and they just say, I just miss going to the movies because I think, I think we're wired as humans to want interaction. And I think people are cooped up and they just want to go out regardless if they know anyone in the auditorium. Um, there's a, uh, there's a moment in the movie where you, where everyone sort of chuckles or laughs, or whatever. That moment is community with the person that you're with, um, or the community at, at large. And um, I just don't think you, people talk about the shared experience, and we've like, you know, talked about it forever. But there's just something about um, the moment when you're with others. I always, I always use the example with, with Starbucks, right? You can get the same coffee, probably better internet. Yet you go to a Starbucks and people are wired to their headphones working because they just want to get out of the house and be around other people while they work. And I think the same is for cinema. I think, I think if we, if, if Hollywood creates good content um, and we as exhibitors deliver a good presentation um, and wrap it with experiences, hopefully and great social media and a great product and all that stuff. I think, um, I think the younger generations especially will want to get out of the house and have that communal experience together. No, I, I think 2021 is going to be huge. I think the content is amazing. I think we're all just, we, a lot of people miss movie theaters and they don't even realize it yet. Um, that's what I'm feeling in those tours that I was talking about earlier. Um, but I do think we have to step up our game. I think the, the exhibitors have to look at their, look hard at their business models about the stuff that may have gotten them to where they are today that may not get them to where they need to be in the next five years. So might be some tough love in that regard. Um, and then social media, thinking about that differently. Um, 
you know, I think we talked about loyalty a little bit. I think data is going to be a big part of if we leverage that effectively. I think we can drive more people, improve lift, and uh, increase uh, movie going. Um, so I'm, I mean, I guess my final thought is I'm optimistic about next year. We're super scared and, you know, all that stuff about all the industry headlines that we read. But um, I just, I think we have an industry that's been around for a long time. And I think if we, um, if we uh, make good decisions on both ends of the equation, I think we'll be fine. So. Agreed. Very well said. Thank you. Rich. Well done. We will, we will wrap that up. Rich, thank you so much for being our guest on at the movies.